the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome back to the show. Talking about yesterday's, yesterday's NFL day. Some very exciting game. Big win for the Cowboys. Big disappointment for the Houston, Texas. Texans, big surprises with all these unnamed quarterbacks, unknown quarterbacks, I should say. And then the retreads. You realize that that Joe Flacco, Jeff, has had two games where he passed for over 300 yards in a row, two games in a row for over 300 yards, and the Steelers post Ben Roethlisberger has not had two games in a row over 300 yards passing. Saw that stat today. Wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm going to call foul on that. Uh, uh, the mothership had it on this morning, ESPN. You're telling me Ben Roethlisberger in his career. Oh, post Ben Roethlisberger, after his career. Oh. After the after Ben Roethlisberger the Pits- left can Pittsburgh. We, all right. Can we they, say it this way? They've not had the consecutive. The Pittsburgh Steelers have not had consecutive 300-yard passing games since Ben Roethlisberger was their quarterback. Correct. And the Is last, that the way they said it on ESPN? I don't know the way they said it. I yeah. probably said it. I'm, I apologize if yeah. I muddled up your little brain. You did. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but Joe Flacco's had two two games in a row. The Joe Flacco. Oh, Dateline. Like anyone could see that coming. Yeah, I was just thinking one day, yeah, Joe Flacco's going to be great again. Remember he had that incredible run. I mean, he made himself rich, and I guess he made himself have an entire career because he had that Super Bowl run Yeah, where oh. – I believe statistically he had the best playoffs of any quarterback, I believe, outside of Montana. Really? Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe now Flacco. Now. Now what do you do with Deshaun Watson? Hey, Deshaun. We yeah. thought about this again. Go We're get him give massage. the job to, yeah. uh, to Joe. Joe's got the job. Yeah. But Deshaun is like, okay. Yeah, I'll I've take got my money. Gu- i got guaranteed money. I've got guaranteed money. Uh, North Carolina quarterback Drake May has decided he's not going to play in the Duke's Mayo oh, Bowl game oh, you against suck, West kid. Virginia, you jerk. to leave school with a seventeen and nine record as a starter. Oh, you jerk! Started all twenty six games. Play for the team for Mac Brown and the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, he, what a punk! He man. or Caleb Williams could go number one what a, in what the a draft. Fool. What a jerk! He should be playing in that bowl game. Don't you care about your team and your school and the pride of Tar Heel Nation? What's right. wrong with you, young man? Exactly right, Jeff. He should be out there. He, sh- he should be. He should be running off tackle every yeah. three plays. Run against that wall. Yeah. What kind of a country is this? Quitters. Quitters. Does Drake Trump know May. about this. He will be joined by Caleb Williams, not playing in the bowl game. The quarterback for also a fool, jerk. Southern punks. California. You guys are crazy. You don't care about your team or your school. No pride whatsoever. Jackasses. I'm glad you come to my side on Absolutely. this. Absolutely, glad you've come. You to guys my side. get in there and blow some knees out, ruin your life. He'd be playing if they were in the Final Four, obviously. But I agree with that. But not in I, the I Duke's agree. Mayo Mayo Bowl. Uh, yeah, you think he should go suit up for the Duke's Mayo Bowl? No, no, he should be in Arizona training, right? And getting ready for the combine, and hire a good lawyer and a good accountant and condoms. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. Just saying. Just saying Just there. That out there. Just Speaking saying of there. Caleb Williams. This is um, so. Jaden Daniels of you of LSU. Sorry, wins the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Oh, was Michael Penix got second. Penix. Penix with an X. Jaden Daniels of USC 
503 first place votes. Jaden Daniels of LSU got the initials. Jaden Daniels of LSU. Sorry. Michael Penix Jr., 292. Bo Nix of Oregon. Marvin Harrison had 20. And Jordan Travis, who didn't play the last few games, is number five. Those are your top five Heisman Trophy candidates. Caleb Williams of USC finished out of the top 10. The defending That's the first trophy one champion. Yeah. So the entire top 10 voting for 2023. Um here's how far it goes. It goes so it's after Jordan Travis who was number 5. That's it. That's it. Florida State Jalen Milrow of of Alabama was 6. Oh. Yeah. Oklahoma State running back Ollie Gordon the second. Missouri running back Cody Schrader, Michigan running back Blake Corm, and Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy were the top 10. He didn't finish in the top 10. That's surprising somewhat. So the first two picks in the draft, because Drake May didn't finish in the top 10 either, they're likely to be one and two or two and three, somewhere in there in the NFL draft. Many thought that Caleb Williams was going to be the first since Archie Griffin to go back-to-back Heisman Trophy, but didn't that, finish in the top ten. That all blew up when his team played no defense. Yeah, if his team, if his team would have been in the Pac-12 championship game in the hunt for, he'd, he probably he'd, went to the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But he finished outside the top ten. I, I mean, I don't that know. Is, that is, I don't know. It's great but quarterback he, but he's going to be the first player taken yeah, in the draft first player taken and he couldn't finish in the top 10 in Heisman what does right. that tell you what does it tell you that I say that stuff doesn't matter don't Heisman go to parties trophies, Heisman trophy doesn't matter office parties don't matter mm. none of that stuff matters hey he's, we've got our office party here at KLBJ uh, huh? uh this coming Friday Jeff no way yeah Christmas party how many have I attended through the years uh I don't believe I've ever seen you at any Christmas party <laughs> <laughs> they're giving out the Christmas bonuses yeah is that so yes we get to keep our job another year. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, what is that? <laughs> Parking space? But no. Uh, now, it's interesting because you're right. Caleb Williams, Drake May, they're no, no sniffs for the Heisman, but they are because they, they, they fit in the NFL model, I believe, is, you know, possible longtime starting quarterbacks in the NFL. The, the NFL is looking for pro players. The NFL is not looking for college players. They're looking for a pro player for an investment. Right. And that investment, they're, if they're going to draft in the first two, three rounds, that investment is over four years. So they're looking for the best bang for their buck for the next four years. If you're drafting a quarterback one or two, you're looking for the best bang for your buck for six to eight years. And the face of your franchise. Mm-hmm. They don't give a flip where you went to school or what you did in college. They're trying to figure out who's the best pro player for them as an employee and investment. Texans got it right. Panthers, we don't know if they got it right. The thing about right. Bryce Young, the supporting cast but, but around him is so terrible. it wouldn't have mattered if Bryce Young had won the Heisman Trophy or not. It wouldn't have mattered if C.J. No, Stroud just, won the Heisman Trophy or not. Just what they, what they will bring to the pro game. I give you Jason White's professional career. Ooh, the Oklahoma quarterback who did, won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Did he ever play a down in pro football? I don't believe he probably never did. Yeah. I give you Tim Tebow's professional career. I give you Robert Griffin the third. Injuries yeah, hurt but, him. Yeah, he played. Injuries he, I think hurt him. he would have played. Tim Tebow couldn't play. He didn't have the skills. Jason White couldn't play. He didn't have the skills. Mm-hmm. I think Robert Griffin 
could have been a good quarterback. Ty Detmer. The Ty Detmer play? He played some in the NFL. played some, he? but not much. He was just not very big. Won a Heisman Trophy. Okay. Bigger than Bryce Young. Yeah, slightly. My youngest is bigger than Bryce Young. Mm. I'm being sarcastic, but it kind of looked the same. They have arms like each other. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I think this guy deserved it. He put up crazy big numbers, but it's one of the few times that you've got a guy winning the Heisman Trophy on a fairly nondescript team. They're not. They weren't playing for any championships. No, they they lost their first game of the year, put yeah. them behind the eight ball. Then they lost a couple of other in the SEC. They had a had a good year, but not a great year. Right. So he won on numbers alone. I don't know that he'll be a pro. I don't know. He he's got he's he to me he's much more of a college quarterback because he's very elusive, right? And he made his bread and butter butter by he threw the ball wells, but he also could run the ball. Michael Penix Jr. will be a pro because of his arm, his rocket arm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Texas fans will get to see that up close. There are several pros on that Washington offense at Texas, and Texas got several pros too. Yeah, I mean Texas will have guys in the in the first round for the first. Sweat time in a was long named time. first team All American today. He'll Javon be a first Sweat, round pick. Who won the Outland Trophy? First inch. Our friend Brad Shearer won in nineteen seventy. It's hard to believe. First Longhorn to win it since Brad Shearer. But Sweat Sweat came back for his fifth year. Yeah, and if not for uh, name, image, likeness, and the money, he was he was prepared to enter the draft next year. But Steve Sarkeesian said, "Don't do that." And they got on the horn, and they got a lot of people to support Sweat with cars. They gave him money. They gave him money. Yeah, gave him cars and money and housing and stuff. And yeah, to keep him at Texas. To keep him at Texas, and it, and it worked. It worked. He stayed at Texas, and it's probably paid off for him. Oh, it's paid off for him because I think he was under the radar last year. I agree. But now he's not under any radar. This guy. No, he's a first rounder. He's a first rounder with cachet, and this is an instance when. Name, image, likeness really, really work for the Texas Longhorns because I mean it always works. Well, it it worked. Money, it, well, guys take it. But but he got money and he and he succeeded. Other guys have got some money and they've been kind of, eh, you know, his money. Uh, okay, yeah. You know, I mean, it was I, money worth. I don't know who's getting spent. what, but uh, if you're saying they got a bang for their buck by handing him a bunch, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. At Jeff Ward Show. Jeff, that article sounds like something you would be the author of. Oh, the author about not going to parties you're talking about. It was a study, and it was the American Psychological Association. I'm not sure what you're implying there. I'm not denying that I could use some help, but I don't know why they did that. No, I do know why they did that. Forget me for just a second. They did the study because people feel really guilty for saying no, and they're saying you end up feeling worse by going. Hmm. And they're saying that you're you're over exaggerating. Here, let me help everyone out here. They're over. You're over exaggerating. You're projecting something negative that people feel about you when they really don't. The evidence was people aren't that. I don't know what this. How you're going to take this for your ego? But they're not that worked up that you say no. You're more worried about saying no than they are about you saying mm-hmm. no. Yeah. My solution was you're never invited in the first place. That's you. I just, I'm just not saying that in a negative way, but that's <laughs> so you. How else was I supposed to take that? And to wit, I gave you the first you uh, invitation of the year to a Christmas party you, you, you have invited, to pay beer you, for. You invited me to come and pay for myself. 
Yes. That's what you find. Dirty Martins. <laughs> and the invitation goes out to all, all the listeners out there. Come to Dirty's 5 so to 7. So you can all pay for yourself. NFL football at Dirty Martins on, on Saturday. The party is you get invited so you can come and buy some stuff. Yes, at severely discounted prices. How discounted? I don't know. I haven't talked to Daniel at Dirty's about how much the beer specials will be in the so food specials. So the audience comes rolling in. Yes. To Ed's party. Yes. Of which they well, have to pay for. It's just mine. It's, it's a sports Saturday on KLBJ. Okay. The company's paying for it. It's a company deal. Yeah. I don't believe you. Well, you're right. I just made that up. <laughs> but no, everyone's fine. All, all our listeners are invited. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they're all coming to Ed's party. Yeah. And you're all going to get a chance to buy some stuff like you went there at not Ed's party. But at discounted prices. Of which you've beer not specials. Do- of I, which you've not documented. I, I will. I'll have it for you tomorrow. What okay. the beer specials are. So the sign's going to say it's Ed's party. No, it will not say that. It'll say Sports Saturday on KLBJ Christmas what party. What does that even mean? What does what mean? Sports Saturday. That's the name of the two-hour show there. Okay, but it's your show. But it's not just my show. It's Ben's show, Ben okay. Clemens, Scotty Sayers' show. It's everybody's show. It's all listeners' show. Okay. It's their show. Everyone's invited to the party. Everybody's invited to the party. Come and buy some stuff just like you went there on any other Saturday. And no, it won't be like the end of the oh. Saturday because there'll be drink specials and food specials, and you have NFL. This is a weekend the NFL plays on Saturday. Three games on Saturday, NFL. I know. But your party to a listener is really not that different if the listener said, I think I might just go there and watch some games. The only difference would be is what you pay when you buy that beer or your drinks. So on Saturday, your, if you say, I'm with Ed's party, it's gonna be you're going to get half off Bud Light. I don't know about that, Jeff. I don't want you to say that. It could not be half. <laughs> it may not be. But I want, and also, we're going to have giveaways, too. Oh. A lot of giveaways. Okay. Is yes. that free or not? Is that charged? It's, that's, no, we're giving, giving away stuff. What are you giving away? Oh, we've got Save Muni hats. We've got other you things. Still, you got stuff out of the back of your car. Stuff out of the back of my car. <laughs> I'm gonna get the prize credits over here. Oh, maybe you have some like a like a Trump sticker T-shirts, El Pato T-shirts from our sister station down there. Okay, or some Trump stickers. There's no such thing as a Trump sticker. Trump hats. No Trump hats. Uh, uh, no Trump, Trump shirts. No Trump shirts. Newsmax shirts. No Newsmax shirts. Huh? No Fox News shirts. No Fox News shirts. Well, we. I don't know. Well, I think we got some ESPN swag to give away too. Have you ever seen those shirts? The ESPN shirts? Yeah. Yes, I have Where's one. About the house. twelve pounds. Have one at the house. Well, the new ones are not. Those are not the heavy ones. You've got the. You must have a. I got one that feels like I'm wearing a sweater. That was your OKLBJ OK shirt. <laughs> those things were made like, in Lower Bangladesh. Those were, those were made out of asbestos. <laughs> oh, the, how come nobody's making a big deal out of this? Uh, I, I find this a very interesting story and it should be troubling and it's not dylan gabriel is leaving oklahoma he's left he's gone baby out he's gone Gone. and he's on his way to oregon eugene oregon baby the oregon ducks doesn't that hurt a lot and i don't just mean in the obvious way of you just lost your starting quarterback he decided to pick another program over yours that he's currently starting in and having a great deal of success. He just left, left you when things were going pretty well for someone else. Well, the, oh, I talked to some OU fans at a party Friday night. Oh, they have a party? And they're trying to spin it. Was I they're, invited? They're trying to, no. They're trying to spin it to say, hey, we've got a really good guy uh, back up. Where oh, because yeah. th- this guy wasn't any good? They, they think this guy's going to be 
as good or better than Dylan Gabriel. That's absurd. Well, that's that. I'm just telling you what OU fans are saying there, Kimo Sabi. We're trying to spin this positive. Yeah. Okay, well, you can spin it all you want. You currently have a veteran quarterback who has had some success as defined by beating your arch rival in a game in which he owned the game. There's no way anyone in Oklahoma with any ounce of common sense would say, you know what I would like? I'd like to lose our starting quarterback. Oh. A really it, good, it, it a is, really good is, one, it's, too. It's shocking that it happened at a storied program. He didn't transfer from Sam Houston State. He transferred from right. Oklahoma. He didn't leave Tech for Oregon. Right. He's, he left Oklahoma for Oregon. Right. Soon to be in the SEC, and it, it it's a head-scratcher. But the thing is, the kid's a nomad deal. He started at Central Florida, then at OU, and now he's going to Oregon. Okay, hang on. He was at Central Florida right. and moved to Oklahoma. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. He wins the starting job at Oklahoma. Yes. He was sixth among all FBS quarterbacks this season in passing yards with 3,660. Oklahoma has one of the eight best passers in college football, and he left. He left. That What does that say about OU? What does that say about Venables and He's keeping people? He's number eight in passing touchdowns and number 10 in all of college football and completion percentage, and he left. That is a big deal. It is a big deal. It is a huge deal for a storied program like Oklahoma yeah. where they've got NIL money too. It's not like they're void of any NIL money. But I think, I think, well, I say this, Oregon's going to go to the Big Ten next year along with Washington and oh, USC and, and UCLA. Oklahoma's playing where? Oklahoma's in the SEC. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, how much bigger do you need to get? <laughs> I don't get it. I know his off, his offensive coordinator had left to be the head coach at Mississippi State, but I I don't know what uh, he he must have had a okay. great relationship with him because he was at he was at Florida with him and then he went the coach went to OU and then the well, he's uh, not going to Mississippi State no he's not he going. left Oklahoma I mean if I know uh, what you're saying I dare say Dylan Gabriel had a better year than Quinn Ewers yeah no yeah. no uh, yeah. Quinn Ewers no. Has a conference championship and uh, okay. a record number Statistically, of Statistically, he had a better year than Quinn Ewers. What if Quinn Ewers decided to leave Texas to go to Oregon? What would uh, people say? I would be shocked, yeah. but it's just the nature of the college game now. Why? He's leaving for what? I think Dylan Gabriel is leaving for adaptability with that offense. Are you trying to spin this? No, I'm 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 spinning it because okay, I think I, I, I think we're at a time of free agency in in college football. I know, but usually in free agency, when you're doing well and you're winning, and it's it's a it's a big spot. This again, like you said, this kid is not he did he didn't land in um, Mississippi State or Ole Miss or any of those things. Right, he's winning in Oklahoma and he's lighting up his rival. Right, and he left. I, I just I, I think he I think see if anybody, he thinks that he has a better shot to win at and win and be playing a national championship point, than, that than, really stings if you're Oklahoma oh that is a that yeah. is a gut punch oh yeah if you're Oklahoma you just got completely dissed I think he thinks they got a better shot of going to the top twelve right. next year in the Big Ten than Oklahoma does playing a very tough. SEC schedule. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I was reading about this over a Paso Robles cab um, in silence, not going to a party. 
And one of the things that I've read is that he's Hawaiian. Wow, did you not know that? Well, I, I did not know that. You didn't know that? I mean, oh, I knew now, a every bit. other game they show him with all Marcus Mariota and okay. all the great Hawaiian quarterbacks. He's obsessed quarterbacks. with Marcus Mariota. Yes. He's obsessed yes. with him. Yes. You're like the guy. Now, I don't know if this is the whole story because I'm really working hard to figure out why somebody bails on Oklahoma in their fifth year having beaten Texas and having had one of the eight best passing seasons of anyone in the game. I'm thinking, why do you just bolt? And he's kind of obsessed with Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Marcus Mariota he's had a gonna get the really same great number. career. Yeah. He, um, he just he worships Marcus Mariota, so he thought he's going to go to Oregon to follow in his footsteps. Now, what Ed's going to like is, and Ed will be able to speak to this. He also wants to follow in Mariota's footsteps because Oregon has a Polynesian Polynesian culture that is celebrated. I dare say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma does not. You know, I'm not sure if the great folks at Norman celebrate the Polynesian culture there. I don't think they celebrate any cult. Well, they do, one of them. The redneck one. Probably do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't think there's Probably a great... Probably do. I'm not there's sure a there's of... a large Hawaiian community there <laughs> in the greater Norman area. <laughs> where, not... where in Oklahoma would it be then? I don't know. I don't think it's in Tulsa or hmm. in uh, Muskogee, yeah. uh, places like that. He passed for 9,948 yards at Melanani High School. Melanani High School, yes, Jeff. Thank Get you it right. That. Yeah, sure. The, um, their, their nickname's The Waves. It is not. Yes, it is. Oh, you made that up. I didn't make that up. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I, it's the only thing I could find researching about this kid and why he would leave is that at Oregon, he's going he's gonna to follow in Marcus Mariota's footsteps, and there is a... Much more open, as if Oklahoma's not open-minded enough, because it's a very open-minded place. You know, they're given the opportunity to transfer now at a moment's notice with a portal, and they're getting paid to do it. And I'm sure Phil Knight said whatever he wants. Why didn't your Oklahoma friends say, well, Ed, the reason why he left is that we don't quite have the Polynesian culture that they have in Eugene. I'm not so sure they knew that. They're trying to spin it that yeah. our our next quarterback, next right, right. man up, is going to be really, really good. So they're just going to neglect the fact that they got none. A Polynesian yeah. center. Zero. Okay. Right. Maybe that will be up for the OU Regents <laughs> to discuss. <laughs> Maybe they should have offered him a poly. He could be, he could be the uh, manager of the Polynesian center of Norman. He could have been the King Kamehameha of Norman. Yeah. That's well, all that, I found. That, is that, that, the guy that makes is, sense to me. Yeah, that he I, goes out there. I, I, they got I, money. He loves Mariota. Yeah, they got a great Polynesian culture there. They've they got any compared to Oklahoma? Oh, Oklahoma's oh yeah, got not. Yeah, they got no culture. Right. So it makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I, I read me. and read and read, and finally, it was the whole part of the story was about his obsession with Marcus Mariota. How they followed each other's footsteps. He's followed in his footsteps. He wears number eight because of Mariota. Right. And then it says. At uh, one point, it says that um, he's inclined to want to be in Eugene because in Eugene, it is uh, the Polynesian culture right. is greatly celebrated. And can I also, a map, let's play a little geography. What's closer to Hawaii, Eugene, Oregon, or Norman, Oklahoma? Go! Well, it's Eugene, Oregon. Second. I mean, yeah. I want you to document that. 
You do know that's way up there, right? Sure do. The Great Northwest. Okay. It's by Greenland. No, 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 no. <laughs> Greenland is on the other side of the other side of the continent there, fool. Are you trying to tell me that the great people, the very liberal-minded people of Oklahoma, if they were slightly closer, like to Mexico or something, to Hawaii, that they would have a Polynesian cultural center? If they're on the West Coast, they would have a Polynesian if culture. If Oklahoma were on the West Coast. If Oklahoma was on the West Coast, or they embraced the Polynesian players, as our friends at Brigham Young University have, a hotbed for Polynesian players. Right. Right. Why don't they embrace the Polynesian player player at Oklahoma? Because I believe he might have been the first player of Polynesian no descent ever to play no way. in Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> that you're not going to learn anywhere else. But, and there's a conflict there because you've got the Native American centers in Norman, and I'm not sure if they have the funds to have a Polynesian center there at Norman, Oklahoma. They might have clashed. Huh. Yeah. He's jealous. Fighting for dollars. He's jealous. Maybe so. Had he asked Oklahoma, could you put together a Polynesian cultural center for me, would they have done it? I don't think they would have, Jeff, because of the tight funds at Oklahoma. Okay. And they want to spend as much money well, they on just the lost can their on that starting quarterback who passed for almost 4,000 yards. Yeah. That's kind of a problem. Boomer. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Thanks much, big voice. Two NFL Monday night football games. Plus, on our radio station, we'll have the Dallas Cowboy Hour mm. right after our show. Brad Sham and Christy and the gang huh. interview top-notch athletes for the Dallas Cowboys. It should be a big love-in tonight after the Cowboys' convincing love win. love-in for several weeks. Yeah, man. convincing win over the Washington, uh, excuse me, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Uh, Cowboys will be playing the Buffalo Bills right here on 1027 ESPN next Sunday afternoon at 325. Good news for weather fans. 48 will be the high, 39 will be the low. So it's not going to be the frigid tundra <laughs> of uh, Buffalo as Sorry. it usually is. Sorry. Two Monday night games tonight, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee at Miami. Uh, Miami's favored by 13 and a half. The OU is 45 and the other Monday night game at the very same time, Green Bay at the New York football giants, Green Bay favored by five and a half. The over-unders 36.5. Jeff, you're chuckling over there. Well, something just, from the I, texters or something. Well, that would be Twitter or X. Yeah. yeah. Not texters. I don't think people really do that. We've got a text line. What is our yeah. hotline text line? But I don't think, well, okay. Okay. What are the extras saying? <laughs> um, at Jeff Ward show. He, talking about Dylan Gabriel, should have checked out Texas A&M. I bet they would have been more than happy to set up a Polynesian center in Caldwell. Well, that would have been very exciting there. Or have a Hawaiian-themed ice cream from uh, uh, the ice cream place over there in Bluebell. Yeah. Uh, ice cream place in, in Bluebell. In Bluebell have Bluebell. a Hawaiian theme for, for Dylan Gabriel. Just for this one player? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really think of Polynesian culture when I think of college station in no, Caldwell. I don't. I, I don't either. What culture do you think of? Uh, I think of cowboy culture. Huh. I think of okay. uh, what's that place over there they play dominoes, Dixie Chicken, mm -hmm. you know. What's kinda, that culture? That's a cowboy culture, yeah. kind of cowboy culture, kind of a. Do you think you see more Trump stuff there or Polynesian stuff? I, what do you think there, brain surgeon? <laughs> what do you think there? <laughs> 
Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> a lot of people want to take you up on your party. <laughs> hey, come to the party, everybody. Come to the party. Come pay for your party. It's going to be a uh, celebration. Jeff Ward showing at, at Clements 590. Thank you, Coming Jeff. in from Virginia for all that free beer. Fantastic, my friend. You Come better see clarify us. that so there's no deception well, here. Well, see, that was Jeff Ward who no, made that I didn't that say claim. that. I gave you every chance to say what you're giving the, the people invited, and you've yet to give them anything. Well, let me just tell you what. A, we're giving them uh, a, a venue, Dirty Martin's Place, to watch all the football games. Okay. B... Oh, we're having a celebration, a Christmas celebration, where you can meet and greet the people at our radio station, minus Jeff Ford, who never goes out, and see you'll enjoy the great food at Dirty Martin's. We're going to have specials. We're building up to the party. We don't throw our cards on the table on Monday, fool. You build it up. You build the excitement up. So don't blow it. So there is going to be a party. Big party. We're inviting a lot of people to a party. Big party. Big party. at such party, they're going to get some stuff. Yes, we're going to have giveaways. Stuff, That's yeah. where the Newsmax stuff is. Okay. No, no Newsmax stuff. Fox News shirts. I wish we had some of those. They'd, they'd sell like hotcakes. They wouldn't, well, my you're going to sell shirts to the people you've invited to your no, party. No, I meant we'd give them away. Uh-huh. They'd be big giveaways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at Jeff Ward show. He's going, Dylan Gabriel, to Big Ten to avoid SEC defense and being behind the likes of Ewers and Milrow for the best QB in the SEC. What? Come on. Uh, no, I'm not buying that. First of all, the two leagues have an equal number of teams in the top 10 or 12. Sure. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Did, the the Heisman Trophy Washington winner. sucks. Um, Michigan sucks. Ohio State sucks. I mean. Is the Heisman Trophy winner coming back? Is he coming back next year? Daniels, is he coming I back? Don't know. No, he would be the best quarterback. Right. He's a Heisman Trophy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you it's mean, kind of caustic. Yeah. Stop. Stop with. The, I mean, it's it's a kick. It's a punch in the stomach. I mean, I don't know how anybody spends it any other way. That has to hurt. Undoubtedly. I mean, Undoubtedly, yeah. when you're starting quarter, it's it's as if look he threw when Ewers would leave. Yards last year. Come on. Yeah. He played Texas. He gets to play Texas again. What is it? He's not avoiding anything. No. He wants to go closer to home. You know what? The he best wants league? to follow in the footsteps of Marcus Mariota, and he thinks he's got a better shot at going to the playoffs with Oregon versus Oklahoma. That's that. That's uh, it. Po- Polynesian Center. Polynesian Center too. But I'm sorry if you count Washington and Oregon, USC let everybody down. You count Washington and Oregon, USC and UCLA. Uh, tell me this year that's not a, as good a league as the SEC, if not better. It's a. It's it's. You've got four. Potentially four very good teams there who should be good every year. Those four, and then you go along with Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State. Right. You've got your dogs in the Big Ten. There's dogs in the SEC. Exactly. Yeah. I I I just that's why I brought this up. Is I I I think people are going to try hard. Look, let me just set it up this way. You you're six and six a year ago, and you're not very good. I will say, I, I, I'm the one who said I thought Brent Venable should have been the coach of the year in the Big 12. You win nine in the end, right? Nine? Yeah, I think they won nine, yeah. Okay. And you go into Dallas, and this kid, this quarterback who's number eight in the country in passing yards, single-handedly owns Texas, and you beat your rival in a game that you were double-digit underdogs. That's a big deal. It's a really big deal. He was lights out, and he's leaving. 
He's not leaving Tech. He's not leaving Baylor. He's not leaving Texas State. He's leaving Oklahoma. That hurts. And let me tell you what. Nobody loses a starter, a starter that puts up almost 4,000 yards and says, oh, don't worry, the next guy's just as good. That's BS. You you can't lose 4,000 yards passing and beating your rival in, in a game that the kid was just absolutely magnificent and go, oh, we got someone else. Come on. Here's another big factor with Dylan Gabriel. I just looked at, fired up the Uh-oh. Oregon football schedule for 2024. Okay. Guess where Oregon opens next year? Take a guess. Mm. Hawaii? Bing, 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 bing. Oregon plays the Hawaiian Rainbows in Honolulu, August 24th. Well, Oklahoma could have scheduled them. He's going home. He's, well, going, he's going home for a Saturday. He's going afternoon. home. Stop. He's going home to play before the E-T. home folks. But that's that's kind of cool. He's going to play Oregon, there. Oregon could schedule. I mean, Oklahoma could schedule. They're not going to go up. They're not going to go though. Say Hawaii, come here. Come to Norman. So they got uh, uh, Oregon has Hawaii, Idaho, Boise Ooh. State, Ooh. and then they got Oregon State. So he's going to have a good good month. He's going to open the season with about. 400 yards a game. And they also have home games against Michigan State and Ohio State and Illinois. They got to play at Michigan. They get Maryland at home, and they go to Camp Randall, and then they have Washington at home next year on November 3rd. Oklahoma have next year if they had him? Pardon me? Oklahoma would be playing whom next year? Uh, (laughs) I know Oklahoma has has, uh, Alabama. Right. At home, let me look at Oklahoma's schedule. You mind if I look at a twenty? Let me. Let no, me look are at we going to try to pretend he's trying to avoid that? That's what the people on Twitter are trying to say. No, I think what what you just said is yeah. is what what what's happening with with Dylan Gabriel. He's okay. going to the you know okay Oklahoma. Get this. Oh God, Oklahoma has Temple, <laughs> Houston, Tulane before they start conference play. Uh, at home against Tennessee, at Ole Miss. At home against Bama, Texas in the Cotton Bowl, at Jordan Hare against Auburn, at LSU, at Missouri, the Gamecocks at home, and the Maine Black Bears at home. What? Yeah, there's they got a, <laughs> the Maine. The Maine Black wait, Bears what? are playing in Norman. Yes, at the end of the year. Yeah, at Maine. the end of the year, Maine. You think he's leaving because he doesn't want to play Maine? You don't want to play the Black Bears? No, no, no. It's Come a on, sacred everybody. bear Settled. in Polynesian Come culture. On. Here you oh, go. Yeah. Here's another example. At Jeff Ward Show, they promised the job to the next guy. You know what? No coach oh, no, who has a 4,000-yard yeah. passer who just beat Texas, who went from six wins to nine wins, turns around and promises the job to someone else. That I ain't don't happening. Believe, no. I don't believe that at I all. Don't that would be crazy. Yeah, I don't believe that either. The guy they say is really good who played the one game when Dylan Gabriel was in uh, concussion protocol. You know what's good? 4,000 yards passing. That's some guy who might be pretty good. I bet he couldn't get a poo-poo platter in Norman. He can in Eugene in the Polynesian. <laughs> and no poo-poo platters in, in Norman, Oklahoma. He walked in and said, I'd like a poo-poo platter, please. And they say, boy, what the hell's a poo-poo platter? He can get that in Eugene. And he'll get that in Hawaii when they play Hawaii the first game of the year. <laughs> poo-poo platter. At Jeff Ward's show. Has your opinion of mumbling Mike changed, or do we need to see playoff success? You'll have su- success in week you know, one against somebody from the dreadful uh, NFC South, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it gets tougher. No, no, when as you- I said, dating back to August, and I've been on this Cowboys thing for a while. That's how good I thought they were. 
it's if he does not make the NFC Championship game, I think his job will be in jeopardy and should be in jeopardy. This is a roster. Look, next year the window slams. This is a one-year run for Dallas. I've said this since August. And I don't think if they make the NFC Championship game, I mean, you can keep him because it's not going to matter because they're not going to be very good the next two years. They just can't be. So as my my opinion, Mike has done a good job. This Dallas team is living up to what I thought it could do. Absolutely. Yes. But if if it's if they don't make the NFC championship game, my opinion will not have changed one single bit. It's that would be underachieving. Sorry. Angie Ford show. Patrick Mahomes' behavior of expecting a call to go his way was very Tom Brady and LeBron like. I can just hear Patrick saying, Don't you know who I am? I've never seen Brady react like he reacted on the sidelines. LeBron, yeah. Not Brady. Brady never slammed his helmet or went after, you know. This he would, he would bad, verbally this is, abuse officials. This is, bad, yeah. this is a bad look for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It, it, it just is. And a guy that never has a bad look. He doesn't oh, do this. Does everything right. Um, I, I've argued today already. I think there's more. I think this is the frustration of him being at a high level, his defense being at a high level, and the players around him letting him down. And that call that went against them on the brilliant throwback play was a classic example of a guy doing something stupid that cost them a game. And I think that's what's driving this. Back with more after this on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clemens. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Back on the show, uh, I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ward talking about the Cowboys, talking about pro football, talking about college football. Dylan Gabriel announced over the weekend he's heading to Oregon, Eugene, to finish his collegiate career. He could be one of the poster boys for name, image, likeness, and transfer portal, starting out at Central Florida, then going to OU, and now going go west, young man. Going, He continually goes west, so he's going to play for the Oregon Ducks He'll be playing in the Big Ten next year. So Shohei Otani gets a $700 million contract. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> okay. But, Brandon, you were telling me it's a great It's great for the Dodgers. Listen to this. Oh, look. I, Listen I, to this deal. I can yeah. argue, first of all, the $700 million, the stock prices of two different Japanese companies went up today. And they are, he endorses their products. The stock price went up. I, 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 for, for once, this is a $700 million that I could tell you dollar for dollar you get back. But the terms of this deal are pretty amazing. So, Brandon, he gets, how is it structured? He is getting $2 million a year okay. for the next 10 years. And the deferred $680 million plus interest wow. will get... Will he will get when he's forty to forty nine years old, and if he leaves California, he will not be subject to California tax. So if he go wherever he goes, doesn't matter about where he was being in California, he will not get taxed. So he, if for he it. has residence in Ireland, he's going to be paying whatever that rate is. Correct. In Ireland, he's going from <laughs> yeah. Tokyo to well, Dublin. I say LA. that. I say that because it's very favorable. Mm. That's why. Oh, it's in Ireland. Is yeah, favorable. you know that, did you? I didn't Why know that. Seen some tech companies there. Oh, yeah. Just thought they liked the Guinness. Nope, nope. It's about the money. Hmm. That's unreal. It's a good deal. 
Two million a year. It's a good deal for the Dodgers, I guess. They missed the the luxury tax yeah. as well because of it. Yeah. Good day for Bobby Patton. You know Bobby Patton, the Texas ex. Bobby Patton, he owns. He's in the Guggenheim baseball group. He's part owner of the Dodgers. I saw him at Texas OU this year, and he's part owner. That's a that's a heck of a, a deal they made. How they structured it because it's going to be beneficial to all yeah. parties. Yeah, I, I mean, it's crazy to ever say someone's worth it. He's worth it. Yeah, and, and I mean. I don't know how the merchandising is structured for MLB, but you do know the Dodger stuff is going to sell in Japan. The guy is, it is the by far the most popular sport in Japan, and he is Jordan in Japan. Oh, he is. And they're already having celebrations, yeah. and I saw over there, and yeah. So the stuff you're going to continue to sell, um, and, and not to mention he's the most talented player ever he is and he's what, what most talented what, player ever. And, and what is amazing too he's coming off that the shoulder it's surgery not, no no it's elbow surgery elbow he's surgery actually two of them and the dude the dude may not pitch next year but right just you know yeah but but he, here's what i would say about him is i do think he pitches again i don't know that he'll be to this level again but he's such a great athlete not to mention a great hitter go, go stick him anywhere it's not like they got some dude that's all he can do is throw. They got a guy. They got a guy that could be a great field player. Great. Great. Oh, undoubtedly, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> you got you've got the Michael Jordan of the sport that is so marketable around the world. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's he, worth, it's, it's worth seven hundred million dollars. And how? This is a worldwide game, and the Boy, Japanese love it. It's the biggest sport there by far. And they, and here, the most valuable player, highest played player, is from Japan. Would well, you think someone else should be? No, he's, not, no, he's not, by f- not today, no. Not today. Is he not the best player of your lifetime? Uh, he's yeah. He probably he for what he does, yeah. the, the pitching and hitting. Oh god, when, when they when they nobody when else does that. Right, Derek right. Osami. I mean, yeah. not since Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth pitched and he I hit. dare say he's a little bit better. Yeah, better shape too. You think <laughs> better <laughs> shape? <laughs> better when the shape. Dodgers win the World Series, will people say it's worth seven hundred million dollars? Yeah. Oh yeah. God, yes. I think yeah. even without winning the World Series, yeah. people are going to say it's worth seven hundred million dollars. Yeah. Bobby Patton, this Texas, gave twenty million dollars to the university in twenty sixteen. School of Liberal Arts, okay. Bobby Patton. What does that have to do with Otoni? Because he's he's the owner. He paid Otoni. He's he's not the owner. He's one of the. He's okay. in that Guggenheim group. About seven say, guys. Magic yeah, said it. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, it's all finance guys. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of money. They got a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Okay, we will see you up next. The Dallas Cowboy Hour. Oh, conversation. Who's with it going to be? I don't know who it's going to be tonight. Huh? Going to be Dak? CD? You want to bet? I don't know. It's coming up next year on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.